Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. Thank y'all for tuning back in. Hope you've had a great day, a great week. Because you know what today is. Today is Friday. But it's also 9-11. And for some of y'all, that big reminder of a thing that bad thing that happened a long time ago for some of you too young to remember it i'm too old to remember some things and too young to remember others as well i don't remember pearl harbor but i remember 9-11 i do remember the men landing on the moon or in the studio or whatever you want to say happened but i remember that but anyway today i'm gonna Follow. I'm gonna finish up this week, and I'm gonna kind of tie it into the to the, the radio show I done this week. I've been talking about some crazy stuff this week, and um, guess I'm gonna talk this one today. I'm gonna don't believe everything you hear. And I'll start off with the verse today. It's 1 John 4, 1. It says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they're from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. You know, it says a lot, doesn't it? You know, I've talked about cults and turning the other cheek. Old Testament law, temptations, uh, probably, I know I sound radical to some, but others say, I'm doing exactly what God wants me to do. I'm revealing His Word to the people that just can't seem to get it right. If I'm talking about you, maybe you need to quit doing what's in, doing the things you're doing. But the point is, just because the man is in a pulpit or in a position of power or a spiritual leader, it doesn't mean that he's he has God's interest at heart. Take for example, today's 9-11. And back in 9-11-01... Those guys got in jet airliners and flew them into the trade towers because of something a freaking idiot told them to do. A guy that said they would go to heaven if they took those giant flying tubes full of people and crashed them into the trade towers. I mean, you know, what would have been the difference if the guy told them they'd go to heaven if they, you know, just went out and jumped off a bridge? But no, they had to take everybody with them. All the young children, all the young people had nothing to do with them or their religion. They had to destroy families and towers and our world and... And then you've got people 
that are also leaders, Christian leaders and politicians, and they say, oh, these are peaceful people. Oh, that's false leaders. That's false. That's, peace is not driving your car through a crowd of people in the name of a religion. Peace is not flying airplanes into buildings. Peace is not rounding up children, women and children, and putting them in gas chambers. This is why I always, always, always say you should bring a Bible to church. I talked about the cults, and, and a lot of these are cults. Under the name of a religion. But you open it and read it. And ask God for wisdom and understanding and discernment. You know, out today doing some work with my friend Keith. and We're on the side of the road and we're near a church. And it says, King James Version on the marquee. There's a lot of churches around here that say, King James only or King... KJV or I just don't understand it. You know, if I started a restaurant, a drive in restaurant in town, and I put a sign up that said Chevy's only, a bunch of people will be raising cane in this county because I'm discriminating. Or if I put a sign up on my restaurant and said, whites only, they'd call me a racist. You see where I'm going with this, people? I, I start a church and I put a sign on it and say, King James only, it's okay. It's okay. But it's not okay. See, I'm going to give you an example. Do you worship the Word of God? Or do you worship the book that's written about God? You see, there's a bunch of people out there that say it's King James only or the Hell's Highway. I personally know churches that say if you're not saved by the King James Bible, you're going to hell. King James was the only Bible worth having. King James commissioned the Bible to be translated from the Geneva Bible because there were certain verses that said if the king is not acting right, you should vote him or get him out of office because King James wanted sedition taken out of the Bible. And there were other things that King James had taken out of the Bible. But the King James people would tell you that the King James is the, is the most accurate translation. But you see, they don't pick up their Bibles and read. You know, 
You want to argue about translation? Well, King James is just that. It's a translation. Why aren't we using Greek and Aramaic? That's what the New Testament was written out of. I mean, come on. If God revealed anything to anybody, He revealed it to the to the Greeks, to the Christians, to the to the Jews. That's what the early Christians were. They were Jews that converted to Christianity, and they wrote the Bible in Greek. So why don't we stick with the standard? But now I'm going to tell you another story. There's another group of people. A prophet came out of the desert. He said God revealed to him that his book was the only book. He had the truth. He was the one. He's the only prophet of God. And these people will absolutely destroy anybody or anything that burns, messes up, alters, whatever you want to call it, defaces the book of the Koran. And yet, people here would call them uh, radicals, fanatics. You don't even recognize them for being the religion sometimes. But what makes you any different? You do the same thing with the King James Bible. I had a friend tell me if we could tear out one verse, John three sixteen. For John, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Period. Not whosoever believeth and read it out of a King James, not whosoever believeth and had it in the Koran, not whosoever believe it and use the New Living Translation, just whosoever believe that His only begotten Son died for us shall go to heaven. If that verse is written in a phone book and a man is in a hotel room and on his knees, and ready to take his life, and he opens that phone book, and he sees John 3.16, and he cries out to Christ to save him, to forgive him of his sins, that he doesn't want to live like he's living anymore. Do you think for a minute that Jesus is going to say, I reject you because you didn't use a King James Bible? My God, people. You've all become the false leaders. You've lost. You've lost the intent of Christ. And the people that believe them 
you've lost it too. If you don't test the spirits to see if they're from God, it says many false prophets have gone out and into the world. You think these things stopped happening when Christ died and was rose from the dead? No. We still have false prophets and false leaders. How the heck do you think the Antichrist is going to come to the world? Jeez. Let me put another scenario to you. So just imagine if I was your new preacher and I said, as part of the new way of worship you voted me in, I say the way of doing business at this church and the way we're going to do business and honor God because God revealed it to me, not to you. He revealed it to me. Because, you see, I'm called to be a preacher, so he only speaks to me. That from now on, every payday, you will have your check deposited into the account for the church. And with that check, when you deposit it, you will give the secretary a list of your bills. And your itemized expenses. And then I, as your preacher, I will go over those bills and I will determine what's necessary and what isn't. And I will pay those accordingly. And the rest of your money goes to support of the church. Sounds pretty good, don't it? I know a couple churches are close to that right now. But you wouldn't buy it. Most of you wouldn't buy it. Most of you'd have enough sense to tell the preacher you've been smoking something and it wasn't a cigarette when you came in here. Maybe peyote. But you wouldn't accept it. But why is it? Tell me, why is it? You let men who are false leaders... And false prophets do exactly, exactly the same thing with your souls and the souls of your children. You blindly follow these babbling idiots and let them lead you down the wrong path. Don't be a Christian hog led to slaughter. Don't waller up to the slop trough of the false leaders or the leadership. You'll be blindly fattened up and misdirected away from the kingdom of heaven. See, people, Jesus came for the very thing that you're missing out on. He came to, dis to destroy the barriers, the curtain, the altar between God and man and, and the, the priest. Nobody could get to the temple except to go through the priest and man. And God 
sent his son Christ to die on the cross so we didn't have to kiss up to the butts of the people in the pulpit that think that they know things or go out and do so many good deeds or give the biggest tithe or, you know, have the biggest party at the church or buy the preacher the biggest Christmas gifts or buy the preacher the big car or the big budget. That's not why Christ came. He came so if you believed in Him and Him alone, that you could have everlasting life. So when you go about this weekend, I want you to have a good weekend. I want you to be safe. Have fun. Think about things. But when it comes to Sunday, I want you to think about Christ who died for our sins. Not that false prophet, that false leader, that deacon, that preacher, that whoever, that cult that's in your community. What? None of them have died and risen from the dead and bought your freedom. Think about that. This is Pastor Chip. God bless each and every one of you, and I hope you come in next week, and I hope you have a safe weekend.